0: Go to your happy
1: place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. You better not have no plans tonight.
2: Movie time and it's feeling bright.
1: You're looking for a love that lasts.
2: You'll find, find it, it a a romance, romance in the podcast. podcast. You? I know. Ooh, ooh baby you're the wind beneath my wings. Ooh, ah. I'll have what she's having.
0: Thank you for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had us at hello. I'm Paige Wesley.
2: I'm Mikey Randolph.
3: And I'm Todd Schlosser, and this week Mikey made us watch when, when, when we, we first, first met. met. Alright, so was this the first time you guys had seen this movie before? Yes. Same. Mikey, have you seen it?
2: Yes, I had seen it before when okay. it premiered on Netflix.
3: Okay. And this movie did go straight to Netflix. Yes. <laughs> yes. In what, 2018 or something like that, Mikey? Yes. Yeah. So, what did you think when you first saw it,
2: Mikey? I thought it was cute.
3: Yeah, that's about what I how I would describe it. Yeah, I <laughs> I didn't hate it. There were things about it I really liked and things about it I really didn't like. But I love Adam Devine. I think he is hilarious. So even if the movie's mediocre, which I would say this one is sort of mediocre, I can watch it because he's so
2: fucking delightful. It definitely scratches the itch that only Netflix can of like, this is a movie I wouldn't pay money for, but yeah. I will definitely stream it at home with takeout.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is definitely a let's order some beef and broccoli and watch a bad netflix movie and this is a
2: good bad netflix movie also it involves time travel and it's real dumb so i picked it
0: it's a time travel holiday that's for sure yeah mikey (laughs) in watching this movie why didn't you just pick groundhog day
2: I don't want to pick that yet. I'm only picking bad movies.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Controversial take. Why did not you pick Groundhog Day? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I like Groundhog Day. I went into this with very low expectations. Same. I, I was thinking Time Traveler's Wife, Age of Adeline-level problematic storylines. And what I instead got was... Holiday and a pretty good movie I liked this movie and I now admittedly also I have been a a card-carrying Adam Devine fan since Workaholics days yeah so I am biased (laughs) I am the audience for this movie yeah
2: I did think it was pretty serviceable. I like Adam Devine too. And I was like, yes, just let him chew the scenery. You know what I'm saying? And he does. And he's great. Yeah, he does. I think the first thing I saw Adam Devine in was pitch perfect.
3: And he's not like even one of the main, main people in that, but I was like, oh, I like this guy a lot. He's hilarious. And then people told me about workaholics and I checked it out and I was like, "Oh, oh, this is amazing, you know?
0: I have been watching Workaholics since season one. I am like a workaholics OG. Yeah. Actually, we watched their we used to watch their web videos before that. Cause they had like, they, they had tried to make workaholics on their own, like on YouTube. And so if you're a super workaholics fan, you can go watch like the YouTube show, like proto workaholics, which is very interesting too. That's awesome. But like, yeah, I, I like Adam Devine for a bunch of reasons. Super funny. Yeah. Super hilarious dude. Nice in real life. The one time I met him. And also, he's, like, good-looking enough to be in movies, but also regular-looking. Yeah,
3: he's, like, attainable, but attractive.
0: Yes! Yeah. 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 I get that. Like me. Absolutely, Mikey. Yeah. He is kind (laughs) of like you, Mikey. But you believe that he coasts on charm a lot.
2: That checks out more.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I I bet even if he wasn't, like, a famous comedian-actor kind of person, he'd be doing fine wherever he landed, because I bet in real life, he's super charming.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And- So I believe him in this kind of a role Yeah If that makes sense Yeah And it like honestly This is one where I was like Man I wish somebody made this as a real movie Because I feel like They would tighten up the few bits that needed work Yeah And this would have been a decent romantic cup. This is too good for Netflix Is what I feel like
3: Yeah and honestly They clearly spent some money on this And I will reveal the budget to you When we talk box office But it
2: I mean It has a pretty big
3: movie budget I mean, as far as this
2: type of movie. I liked it. I liked him. He was charming. I liked all the side characters. I liked the premise. It could have been tightened up and a little bit better, but to me, this and Always Be My Maybe are like my top two Netflix romantic comedies. Like go-to.
3: Like you bring a girl over for some sweet amore that you just want to watch the first 15 minutes of something and you're like, hey, I really love the first 15 minutes of this movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, if I'm going to do that, it's going to be The Dark Knight and it's going to be the robbery scene at the bank.
3: Oh yes, he's breaking in there like I'm about to break into there. Just call
0: my dick the bus, um,
2: because it's yellow.
0: Because it's yellow and it's full of clowns. And then after the Joker
2: kills everybody else, I turned to her and I was like, "He told me I had to kill that p-word." <laughs> the perfect setup. It is. It is the perfect setup. Yeah, absolutely. It's the
0: perfect crime. Watch me make this pencil disappear.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I guess we'll get to it in the movie when we get to the, the ending. I actually love the ending of this movie.
3: Same. I was going to bring that up. I really love it. I did too.
0: At a certain point, I was like, "What's? how are they going to wrap this up? Like, what's going to happen? You know, like, how does this work? And the route they choose to go... For the ending of this movie, I was so happy.
3: Me too.
0: So happy.
3: They could have screwed it up in so many ways. Well, I feel like this type of movie is hard to do, right? Because there are just so many pitfalls with time travel movies, right? Like, do you fuck your mom while she thinks you're Calvin (laughs) Klein? Like, there are so many problematic places you could go.
2: Do you go groom your future wife when she's a child?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the other thing. This is one of the only movies I think where we have seen... Seen someone react The way a person would React when they find out time travel Is real
3: <laughs> Yes absolutely
0: <laughs> because A first of all he's like holy Shit time travel's real And then secondly he's like I can't tell Anybody <laughs> <laughs> No one will believe Me they'll think I'm crazy And so like I re- when I Saw that happen in this movie first of all I laughed really hard but yeah. I was like Yes thank you and i like the way this movie demonstrates that no outcome is perfect there was no outcome where he would have quote unquote everything, everything. every yeah. change had an impact and it cost him something i actually like plot wise really enjoyed this movie yeah same i just felt like there were some pacing issues which i
3: think
1: yeah, absolutely. you absolutely sort of talked
3: about like towards the middle end like right before mm-hmm. it gets into the ending sequences you're like, man, this can't go on much longer, right? Like, we I feel like he's learned yeah. everything he needs to learn. Let's move on. And then eventually they do. And and I really love the way they wrap it up. Yeah. I just feel like there were pacing issues, which I, which I think make it a Hollywood big budget movie. Honestly, same people. I feel like everyone yeah. did a great job. Absolutely but yeah. it's a much better movie With a second and third pass At the script Right
0: It's that last trip No it's the second To the last trip back Yes Is the difference The second to the last trip back Where he quote unquote Has everything But you realize That even in the version Where he quote unquote Has everything He's lost a friend Yeah She's not really in love with it And it's this whole thing Of like that flat Flash forward If you want to call it that Is so long
3: It is That yes. like
0: That's where it loses like it's because that one takes so long and I understand why they put their time there
3: but I really do like the the fact that he travels back for just that one night and then is back three years in the future so you immediately get like the impact of what happened that night yeah, yeah. I, I really <laughs> like that uh, yeah. so it isn't exactly like Groundhog Day which I like Groundhog Day type movies but I also like when they change it up a bit which this movie does but yeah do you guys want to like jump into it and walk through it as we uh,
2: talk about it's it? more of like a lake house time travel but with but, but but he goes through the, the the mailbox.
0: Yeah, not not just his dick, his whole yeah. body. Right,
2: right. Whole body. But,
3: but the photo booth is the mailbox. Yeah, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Uh,
0: so the movie opens on November first, twenty seventeen, at Avery and Ethan's engagement party. We don't know immediately that that's who it is because we kind of enter through Adam Devine's flashback where she's giving a speech and is like, "It's the night we first met." 3 years ago today. The
3: shot is like setting it up that it's her and his right. like engagement party that he is Ethan. We come to find out after the first flashback that he's not. But right. Yeah.
0: But we flash back to October 31st, so Halloween 2014, and we see what will become our touchstone for the rest of the movie. It's this Halloween party Where everything kind of has to play out in a certain way. And that impacts how the future goes, essentially. So he's dressed as Garth from Wayne's World. With no Wayne. Strong choice. Oh, yes.
2: Very strong choice. It's a
3: super (laughs) 90s reference in 2014. That movie was probably 20 years old at this point.
0: Well, in part, it's because this movie sat in development hell for almost a decade. So that's part (laughs) of it. Okay, But also, clearly, whoever wrote this movie has such an intense love for the 80s. It like, A, I think that's why this movie is basically Groundhog Day. Yeah. But B, all the references of what is quote unquote cool are 80s based. Yeah. Because he's dressed as Garth. She's dressed as Gina Davis's character Dottie from A League of Their Own. And they kind of immediately hit it off. And this is where we find out that this is Noah and Avery. It's not Ethan. And they're just kind of sitting by the pool, getting to know each other. She's decorating a pumpkin. Uh, and they're just kind of shitting on other people at the party. Like, look at Grumpy Cat and Where's Waldo making out by the pool. And then they fall <laughs> in and then they keep making out.
2: Grumpy Cat's a reference that has aged very poorly. Just like that cat did.
0: <laughs> it had a condition Todd It
3: did, it's very sad actually Like I really did
2: enjoy Grumpy Cat Yeah, it had sad-itis
0: <laughs> It had seasonal
3: affective disorder Mikey, it's a real thing, look it up
2: Yeah, <laughs> I am definitely aware of Mental health disorders
0: you, Todd. It made me grumpy
3: Oh, I love it But I love mm-hmm. that Adam Devine's like Everyone's gonna jump in the pool now And you just have one guy go woo, And then look around, <laughs> look around like Oh, we're we not doing that
0: Nope And I love the callback To
3: that joke later too man It's so funny
0: Yeah So We also find out As she's kind of Pointing out people at the party That her roommate Carrie Is there making out With a guy that is only known For the rest of the movie Until the very last Last flashback As Jell-O shot doctor Yeah
3: <laughs> Well I mean But he's a guy Dressed as a doctor Giving people a Give syringe Full Jello of shot. Jello shots mm-hmm. He even like When we see him doing it Later in the movie He's like
0: I can guarantee This is gonna be gross yeah,
3: And you're going first <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, "What
1: are you doing?"
0: <laughs> oh, I Jello Shot Doctor is so funny. Yeah, even even when years after that Halloween party, they refer to him as Jello Shot Doctor.
1: <laughs> so fun.
0: Anyway, he basically is like, "Do you want to? Do you like jazz? Do you want to get out of here?" They go to a jazz club where he works as a pianist. Yeah, don't laugh at that word, Mikey. Pianist. No, it means you
2: play the piano really well. I watched that Adrian Brody film. Cool. It's real sad So he (laughs) plays the
0: piano But what is really really funny And this happens multiple times in this movie Clearly no one who is depicted As being able to play the piano Can play the piano Because every time it happens They separate the cuts To completely different hands That are absolutely not Adam Devine's hands And then even later when Carrie plays the piano It's not her hands either
2: Look, that's time travel, baby. Time
0: travel.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the funny thing is they actually got Adam Levine to play piano for this. So, yeah. That's why it was all tattooed.
0: But then she would have absolutely (laughs) slept with Adam Levine instead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My favorite is every time Adam Levine does something and then people accidentally tag Adam Devine and he just goes along with it. It's one of my favorite things on Twitter. It is great. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that's actually what (laughs) made me think of that joke because that's the best reason to follow Adam Devine on Twitter.
0: Absolutely. It is so fucking funny. Yeah. It's kind of like there's a comedian <laughs> a comedian named Matt Gertz.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I follow him, too, because of the whole Matt Gaetz stuff. Yeah. Because
0: people just keep, like, tweeting at him, like, how dare you? She was a teenager. And he's like, I am not a congressman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so... They get to the jazz club. He tries to play Shout, which is, again, I'm like, Animal House. Like, somebody loves 80s movies. Yeah, well, I mean, he asks her
3: who her favorite jazz person is. Count Basie. And it's not his. He doesn't know Count Basie music. So he, like, yeah. is making a joke of playing the best Count Basie song, but it's just Shout.
0: It's just Shout. <laughs> but he gets her to sing. They kind of get the whole bar to sing. Yeah. Uh, They end up in the photo booth in the bar. And... At this point I was like if he doesn't work Like if he works here why doesn't he know about the photo booth But I guess he just has probably never used it
3: Yeah I mean there's plenty of shit at my work That I've never touched you know yeah, Like
0: the
2: intern
3: (laughs) Really or anyone I've never dated anyone I work Ooh hang on
0: except one time i stuck my dick in that copier does
3: a one night stand count mikey wait yeah. what I did have a one night stand with someone i worked with yeah
0: work with currently or worked with previously uh i didn't know you and chris were that close <laughs> <laughs> no i mean she
3: as far as i know she still works for the company she was she is not in the national office though and this is years ago before i met natalie to be clear um yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah like she was in town for a week for um some training and stuff and like we really hit it off. Like, if she was in town, I would have dated her. Like, yeah. But, you know, she lived in, like, fucking Lancaster, PA or something. So, like, it didn't happen.
0: She wrote here on her cow. Uh-
3: she did call me almost exactly a month after it happened out of the <laughs> blue. And I was in my office and Chris was in my office. And he saw her name come up on the caller ID on my phone. And he goes, oh, that's going to be a fun call. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was. Was she mad? No, no, no. We just had a really sweet conversation about how I was honestly freshly out of a breakup. So was she. And it was like a very nice like, hey, uh, I know that we can't date because we're both geographically undesirable, but you showed me that I am desirable and that I can, you know, people will want to be with me. It was actually a really sweet conversation, but I was very terrified to answer the phone at first.
0: Oh, yeah, understandable. I was like, we use protection. I don't know, like, this can't
3: be what I think of it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. Anyway, so they take photo booth pictures together, they listen to the film developing, they print the photos, and They end up back at her place where she's got a foosball table and she kicks his ass at foosball. And then they eat cookie crisp and end up drinking wine. And honestly, like they seem to really hit it off. I feel like one of the things I struggled with in the beginning of this movie is this like whole sequence at the beginning really sells you on they should be together. Yeah. Because there's clearly a lot of chemistry there And he ends up going in for a kiss And we cut back to present day Reveal that she's with someone else
2: Yeah she's with Ethan
0: right Yeah she's with Ethan
2: Damn look good looking dude too
0: Yeah But I do love that there's One of the flashbacks flips their roles yes. And I thought that was super interesting Me too
3: I like that a lot too
0: There, There's a lot that this movie does That I actually really do like But to your
3: point Paige I really don't love that they say Set her up as like someone who just friend zoned him when they actually did have a lot of like romantic chemistry at the very beginning when really they had a friendship chemistry, which happens.
0: The end fixes it for me. Yes. To be honest. But for the first half, you're like, what is why? Why doesn't she like him? They clearly have so much in common. Yeah. And what we will find out later is that they don't have as much in common yeah, as he that, thought.
2: Yeah, I like that, re- that Me reveal. Me too. I all love that
0: reveal. Yeah, anyway, so he is downing champagne at their engagement party. He's <laughs> chugging tequila. He yeah. ends up in the bathroom throwing up and they, her and Ethan have to come in and like, hey, are you okay? Like, let's get you home. I
3: love this scene so much because Ethan is like, Super nice Oh yeah And you know Adam just wants to hate him Or I guess his name isn't Adam But I'm gonna
2: call him Adam yeah. The whole fucking time It doesn't matter Yeah I'll, we'll just call him Adam Yeah
3: but Adam Devine's character Just uh, just wants to hate Ethan And Ethan is genuinely a nice guy I think they even call him Mormon nice Later in the movie Yeah which, they do as a former Mormon That made me very happy Because that is probably One of the most true things about Mormons that you know Yes But they're also nice for sinister reasons We, we could talk about it later offline
2: But We, we don't want to <laughs> That's fair
3: But the, <laughs> he brings in saltines And he's like yeah. Here's like
1: a, vitamin, a vitamin water, water. Yeah. 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 And
3: then Adam Devine's like eating them As like they're loving on each other And I love the shot where they kiss They come apart And he's like shoving a saltine in his mouth <laughs> Like <laughs> <smiling>. <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny And he's just drunk And he- I loved it so much
0: I, I do, like he's drunk a handful of times in this movie, and the second he gets drunk, he is Adam DeMamp from Workaholics. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there is just, like, we go from whatever this movie is back to Televericorp, and he's just like, <laughs> get amped on DeMamp, and you're just like, oh, yes, this is what I wanted. <laughs> um I love that Ethan's not a bad guy. I love that no one in this movie is really a bad guy except for Jell-O Shot Doctor. And even (laughs) he's not that bad of a guy. We just don't know him, you know, or whatever. But I think it's really important for what this movie kind of is trying to say at the end, where it's just like, hey, you'll find your person. And it's like, they're not evil for being together. He's not a bad guy. He cares about her, too. I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was great. Same. I loved it too. So he's super sick. They get him out into the party. He's going to call an Uber to go home. Uh, and they talk to her roommate, the one who was making out with doctor Jello shots. Her
3: name's Carrie, right?
0: Carrie, yes And this
3: movie does a really good job of like Uglying her up in every scene they can Because she's actually a super attractive woman
0: Well, but I also think the movie doesn't play her as ugly
3: I don't think they do either But when you see her In that one black dress at the very end, you're like, oh, Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow.
0: I was
2: not expecting that. Well, I mean, she was. I mean, people just throw out some surprises every now and then when they pull out that black dress. You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, I mean, I have surprised a lot of people in a black dress. That is true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I also really liked that, too. That, like, she's her friend, but she's not played as ugly. She's not played for pity. She is played as an equal friend. And. Just happens to end up having more chemistry later on, and I like—I really liked that also. Um, but so he slips and puts his hand in the punch bowl, and it's the hand <laughs> holding his phone. So
3: she—I so I love that. So I, I don't know why. It just Adam Devine can do anything, and I'd laugh. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. It's like the meme of like Jimmy Fallon, like the guest exists, and then him cracking up at it. I feel like <laughs> yeah. that with Adam Devine.
2: I—I I also feel it that way too. I saw the movie Jexy, which is, like, him about, like, the, the Siri that comes alive to, like, fix his life, and I loved it. I just loved it.
3: That sounds terrible, but I bet I'd like it.
0: <laughs> you would like it! <laughs> I didn't see it, but I was really curious.
3: Holy shit. I know what movie I'm going to pick next time.
0: Oh, I, I think I already know. Mm-hmm.
3: It's terrible.
0: I did see Game Over Man, which is the workaholics movie. Yeah. Which is not a good movie. No. But one of the things they do in that movie that I love is they make Shaggy sing, It Wasn't Me at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> so like acapella at gunpoint. And it's fucking hilarious. It is. Anyway, uh, so she ends up taking him home, in quotes, from the party. She actually drops him off at the bar that he works at where he meets up with Max. But in the car ride, he basically confesses that he's been in love with Avery. He stole one of the plates with their faces on it. (laughs) I
3: love that. And I honestly... For some reason, I thought at this point, because I knew it was a time travel movie because, you know, it's a Mikey movie. I thought that he was going to bring the plate <laughs> with him. And then that was going to become like the photo from Back to the Future. That would and be I was so, so here for a commemorative plate photo thing from Back to the Future. That would have been so funny.
0: But I love that they bring the plates back in the subsequent flashbacks.
3: Well, and if you look at those flashbacks, there's a lot of stuff like especially in the one where it's he ends up with Avery and right. Ethan is not. In the scene that is a redo of the scene with Adam Devine drunk on the floor and he comes in and it's Ethan on the floor drunk. Avery's wearing a black dress. Yeah. She's the big spoon in the uh, the plates So like things are wrong Like visually things are wrong I thought that, that was an interesting choice
0: Yeah it, it's very interesting I like that the plates are in every flashback And every time somebody holds one up Yeah, And it's different yeah. And you're seeing the different plates uh, If you're wondering in Fun Facts How much it costs to have custom plates With your picture on them You're welcome Stay tuned I did look that up
3: I think we should get Romance in the pod custom plates <laughs> <laughs>
0: They are... Way cheaper than I expected. <laughs> oh,
3: this is great news, Paige. Oh, boy. They need to be microwave safe because Todd can't cook.
0: Uh, let me check. Hold on. Uh, for decorative purposes only.
3: Well, if I can't eat off your faces, I don't
2: want them.
0: Okay. You can eat off my face. <laughs> I don't
3: know how to feel about that joke.
2: I'm going to mama bird you.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, just chew my food for me, Mikey. Oh, I'm going to really love listening back to that when I'm editing this podcast. It's carrots. It's <laughs> carrots.
0: <laughs> oh, gross Anyway, so they drop him off at the bar that he works at
3: Well, and she goes in with him
0: Yeah, and runs into Max, who hits on her
3: Yeah, absolutely Max is so, like, casually creepy I don't know if that's the right word for it Because he is a good dude He just has a very strong and strange approach with women Yes Hey, you have something on your lip Let me uh, get it off of my lip
0: <laughs> And then she's like Does that work? And he's like, surprisingly, yes And yes. Adam Devine
3: is like, uh-huh
0: <laughs> Like it He's does. like, yes
3: Oh, it's so funny.
0: But she ends up leaving him with Max and he is trying to tell the story of the night they met. But we find out that at the end where it looked like he was going to lean in and kiss her, she hugs him and says, you're so awesome. It's so nice to have a good guy friend. And he says, I never knew what went wrong. I thought I'd have a second chance. But then the next day she met Ethan and we cut to that flashback where Ethan is essentially a shirtless Centaur unicorn hybrid I think he has wings I think he's a Pegasus Pegasus? He literally (laughs) is
3: like a Pegasi But like a centaur version of that Because it's a human torso up. And then when he reaches up And grabs her the cookie crisps Because that's why they met He ate all her cookie crisps the night before And she had to go to the store to get him And that's where they met I love that she touches his chest And he like looks away (laughs) (laughs) He's like like, ha It's so funny, man.
0: (laughs) And I love that when they come back from that flashback, Carrie just says, your recollection seems accurate. (laughs) And this is where they call him Mormon nice. Yes, yeah. But- he says well that night she said I was cute And she's like yeah my little brother is cute And he's like you get it And he's like yeah I get that you have sexual thoughts About your brother uh, And she counters with you were never Going to be that guy it's time for you to Move on and then this is where Max says You got something on your lips let me get it with my.' Yeah
3: so nuts yeah But she also says something in the scene that like comes up later Right um, like the relationships are full Of intangible things right
0: She actually says that in the car. She says, uh, yeah, sometimes relationships come down to intangible and you can't control it. So we cut to Max is going to drive him home and he sits him in the photo booth basically to like, hey, wait here. I'm going to get a car. And while he's sitting in the photo booth, Adam Devine's character pulls out the photos from that night because he's kept them the whole time. And he uses money from the tip jar and wishes that he could go back and do everything differently. And... Time travel <laughs> yes. He wakes up And it is that day Back in 2014 yeah. On Halloween He walks outside He sees a little girl Dressed as a witch And he's like Halloween was two days ago And she just goes Piss off And
3: she flicks him <laughs> off She gives him double guns
0: Yeah So uh, funny And he gets in his car To drive And there's kids in costumes In the crosswalk yeah, he's like, is it Halloween week,
3: man? It's so good to be a kid these days.
0: Yeah, he drives to a convenience <laughs> store where he sees all the newspapers have the wrong date and he asks for an Advil and a blueberry Red Bull.
2: I have a question. Okay, go. what would be different in your life if you woke up three years previously? Like, he, So much. He doesn't notice forever.
0: Well, okay. I, I would not notice right away.
2: I would live in a different place. Yeah, same. I
0: I would still be living here. Dennis would be alive. I'd have a different cat, so that yeah. would trigger something. Right, well, that would
2: be just sobbing when you wake up. And then well, three yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> you thinking you're in like a pet t- cemetery situation and you have to kill it?
0: Well, and and we're thinking three years from now, not not like 2014, right? Right,
2: three years from
3: now, which would be 2018. Yeah, 2018. Yeah.
0: Jake already lived here, so like. Literally, if I did not leave the house, my TV would be different. That's it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Paige, Paige would know because of the Red Bull flavor. She is
0: Adam. TV and cat. Those are the only things that I would like immediately notice. Almost everything else would be the same. It wouldn't be until I like went out to get in my car Because I have a different car. Yeah, there you go.
3: So for me, I would be living with my friend Kyle because I had just gotten back from San Diego. Uh, I would not have been dating Natalie at this point. And yeah, in in those three years, we like moved in together into her apartment and then we bought a house. Yeah, lots of
2: traditions. Yeah, Yeah, a lot
3: of crazy shits happened. So like I would know immediately if I woke up on a mattress on the floor depressed. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of good changes in my life over the past three years.
0: Well, I guess we have gotten new furniture. Okay. A different bed.
3: Oh, you broke the last one? That makes sense.
0: We did um, <laughs> Yeah. Good on
3: you Jake
0: But also it was a full It was a full
3: size bed Yeah okay I have a king size bed with Natalie And it's not enough
0: Yeah now we have a king But we
3: have too many animals to sleep on our bed
0: But yeah cause Jake moved into my apartment And I had been single for a long time So I had had a full cause I would lived in studios So you want like a smaller yeah, bed Yeah you don't
3: want a big bed in a studio
0: So we slept on a, a full bed with my mattress from college For like two years
2: Wow okay Yeah What about you Mikey? Different place to live I think it was like two jobs ago I think Yeah I would work In a different building I'd have a different iPhone
3: You'd be dating somebody different
2: I wouldn't be dating anybody at all Yeah Yeah. same
0: I have the same job so, But I'd have to go into the office I wouldn't be working at home
3: Oh my god, imagine waking up and the pandemic didn't happen yet
0: Right And then you're trying to warn people about it And everyone thinks you're <laughs> just straight up crazy
3: yep. We gotta get to Wuhan <laughs> yeah. What's that guy screwing about? He really likes the movie Mulan <laughs> And he thinks Corona beers are gonna make us sick I don't know what he's talking about And he's telling us not to fly on Delta Airlines I don't understand what's going on
0: Anyway, but he notices Because Red Bull doesn't make Blue Beers Yet that's the difference In his life that in the newspapers which To be real there were multiple differences
3: Yeah the blueberry Red Bull I thought was such a deep cut also I hated that he Walked into a convenience store And placed and an asked. order Like it was a fast food restaurant I was like I don't think you know how this works, Adam. You walk and get it your fucking self and then come pay for it. Like, he's the one guy in this store. He has to man that cash register.
0: Clearly, you guys do not live in a crime-ridden hellhole. No. Because Advil is behind the counter almost always in, a, in like, a gas station or a convenience store oh. like
3: that. Interesting. They're definitely not here because <laughs> I steal them all the time. <laughs>
0: No. I mean, depending on, on where where you're at in the city. And also, if you notice in that shot, the Red Bull is behind the counter, too. Yeah, Why? So for a while, Red Bull had this thing where, like, it had to be served at a certain degree. Really? Yeah. And so they gave everyone mini fridges. So you'll still see Red Bull mini fridges around. Now they usually keep it in, like the cases and the mini fridge, yeah. but that little mini fridge is behind the counter.
3: Okay. All right. I guess that checks out then. But for people who live everywhere else, I'd be like, this guy's rude as shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, in certain parts of LA, you don't even get to go inside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: You just have to order at the window. <laughs> like That
2: kind of crime sucks, but that also sounds pretty cool. I'm having some mixed feelings about this. <laughs>
0: I mean, it it makes it tough to, like, figure out what you want because you just kind of have to, like, look over their shoulder and whatever. Yeah.
2: give me a sour candy. Surprise, (laughs) (laughs) me.
0: But I think they do it so that he can be near the newspapers. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's just a plot device. It's not a reality, I guess. Anyway, so he shows up at Max's work and is like, yo... What's going on? Well, and
3: Max, who is a VP, we've already established in that last scene where they were at the bar the night before. And he is in a cubicle like he is clearly not a VP. In fact, we find out he's an assistant.
0: He's an assistant. uh, And he's trying to get Adam Devine's character a job there so they can be, quote, the Anna and Elsa of corporate assistant game. Yes.
2: Which is really funny.
0: That's a really funny reference. I had to check to see that Frozen was out in 2014 i'm sure i'm sure it had to be right like barely i think it came out that year well i mean
3: then it would have been the biggest movie at the time
0: 2013 yeah so it literally came out like right before yeah so this is where his boss yells for him to get him a diet sun kissed you shit weasel (laughs) the things that his (laughs) boss asks for are so hilariously specific i love it yeah
2: (laughs) Lettuce cups.
0: Yeah, lettuce cups later. Uh, But we also find out that he bought a $25,000 watch to do the ultimate form of, like, dress for the job you want, yeah. I guess. Um, But out of the window of the building, he sees Carrie's Jeep pull up. And so he runs down there... <laughs> And she is a wedding photographer and she's taking photos for a vampire wedding. And I just love that she's snapping him. She's like, yeah, you guys will definitely love this in 30 years.
3: I love that too. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: guys look great. (laughs) So funny. Um, But he runs up and is like, you're Carrie, you're Avery's best friend. And she's like, I don't know you because they haven't met yet.
3: Yeah, they have not. No.
0: But Max knows her Instagram handle. So Max doesn't
3: know her Instagram handle. Max is smooth as fuck. He's like, hey, I recognize you. What's your Instagram handle? Because he just wants her Instagram handle so he can stalk her. And then she sort of like, oh, uh, like plays along because she doesn't realize what's happening. And maybe they do know each other. And then at the end of the scene, you see Max be like, hey, I'm going to DM you.
0: Yeah, And ask you about them
3: BMs, right, Mikey?
0: Yeah, smoothness. I'm a little
3: surprised someone actually did that to you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm less surprised (laughs) that
0: you answered
2: it. I'm not.
0: Anyway, he realizes, he's like, oh my God. If you guys don't know me, that means last night didn't happen, which means tonight didn't happen. And I have a chance to meet her before she meets him. And this is where he's like, I just traveled back in time. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, he like
3: fully loses his mind, which I loved.
0: I loved it. I loved it. I like
3: the one time he wakes up and he's like, yeah, I made the space time continue my bitch or whatever he says.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. So he decides he's going to run to the party, but he's going to dress differently. He's going to do it all differently. So this time he dresses as James Bond.
3: He's trying to be Ethan. He's even saying, what would Ethan wear? Like, what would Ethan do? Like, she's clearly yeah. into Ethan. I need to be Ethan, quote unquote.
0: Right. So he sees her across the party. He does run into the guy dressed as the lead singer of ACDC.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and oh, just so goes,
0: Thunderstruck!
3: Did you recognize who
0: that was? I did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nice. And But then like...
3: Who was it? It's Tony Cavarello. He honestly... The only reason I know that is because he plays adam divine's boyfriend in the righteous Gemstones, yes. and yes. man oh, he's yeah. so funny in that show i've never seen him in anything else although i'm sure he's done plenty of stuff but he's so good in that show and i wonder if like he's just friends with adam divine so adam was like uh, probably hey, can we steal you for two days of shooting where we shoot all the party scenes is that cool and he's like Yeah, can I be Angus
0: Young? (laughs) Those party scenes were shot over only a couple days. Yeah, uh, that does
3: not surprise me. I mean, you do shit like that pretty quickly just because it requires so many people. Like, there's 100 people in those shots, you know? So you want to shoot that as quickly as possible and at the same time.
0: So he cuts through the party. He sees that Carrie is there, knows that she'll recognize him because he ran into her that morning. So he sends Jelly Shot Doctor (laughs) to go hit on her. And if
3: you notice, I didn't notice this until the second time I watched it. By the way, watched it two times today. Oh my God. Why?
2: I wondered why you have like encyclopedic knowledge of the film.
3: I do this a lot. So I'll watch it. Midday Uh, like I'll take a Uh. break and Watch it midday and then I'll Go back to work and just like put it On my TV in the my my Front room is where I do my work so I'll Work while I watch it and I I Realize that that helps me like grasp It more but I'm actually still able to work and stuff Anyway so the second time you Watch it you realize that the doctor Reacts in a way as if he Knows who Carrie is because he's Like yes that makes sense Because that's his quote unquote like Ex-girlfriend right like Right, I, and it's it very much seems like it's an on again, off again relationship that's about to be
2: on again, right?
0: Right, exactly. Well, it's exactly
2: what she explains to him later on that he becomes in that one side plot. Yes, the, yeah. the asshole guy.
0: So. He then replays The events of that night But he seems to kind of have Extra knowledge about stuff she likes Stuff she doesn't like It's almost like he's beating her To the beats of that night
3: Yeah he's even like Oh I forgot to ask you Where are you from And she's like What do you mean yeah. you forgot to ask me that We, we just started talking
0: <laughs> Yeah and he gets her to the jazz club again He's playing Count Basie yeah. And is just like Did you know it was actually William Basie Born in Red Bank New Jersey He won Grammys <laughs> And he's like Just a small couple of facts
3: <laughs> And even though he died in 1984 a patriotic cancer his music lives on like he clearly has studied his wikipedia profile page
0: absolutely they take pictures together in the photo booth yeah. they get home and it seems as if things are going to go in a more sexual direction
2: yeah absolutely but i loved this part me too
0: I loved this Because Carrie comes home Drunk and sad And recognizes him And now they believe And he tries to tell them I'm a time traveler And they're like You're a stalker You're a stalker And then they start yelling rape And he's like Don't yell rape Please don't yell rape at me Paige
3: I can't believe I'm taking their side And you're not in this He literally 100% He brings up his underwear And then like zips down His fly to shit Show him his underwear. (laughs) Yes. And then that's when they start getting scared, I think justifiably, but but attack him with a tree. That's that castle
0: doctrine. I (laughs) was laughing my ass off because, of course, you would think he's a stalker. Yeah. Yeah. that is the only thing they can rationally believe in this moment. So they're hitting him with the potted plant. I love that
3: when, when she first hits him, because Avery is like, she's yelling at Carrie to like, help me, like, hit him, do something, because she's like frozen in fear or whatever. And then you hear Carrie go, don't touch her, asshole. And Adam Devine turns around like, don't touch her, asshole. And then it hits, <laughs> <laughs> it hits right in the face with that. It it is a legit tree She's holding it like a bat And then the pot It's like a ficus Yeah yeah Yeah. That's what it is And then the pot hits him in the face And he hits the floor And then she continues to hit him in the face Until he wakes back up three years in the future
0: Now here's what I love that this movie does Differently from a lot of time travel movies like this Because there's a million and a half time loop Groundhog Day style movies And the difference that this movie does Is that He wakes up in a future that he has changed no matter what. So now he wakes up three years later in the future where they beat him nearly to death with a (laughs) potted plant three years in the past. But he doesn't know that. He thinks he had a bad dream. He literally
3: texts Avery, although it didn't go through to her because the guy's like new phone who dis. And he's like, "Ah, sorry, I'm going to come over and apologize. And he gets up and you even hear him say, I guess
2: it's an apology day. Yes, And that is something
3: that someone who drinks to the point of doing stupid things has every now and then. That's
2: also someone who just does stupid things has. Yeah. And
3: listen, I've had many apology days throughout my life. Never drank in my life. So, yeah, absolutely true, Mikey.
0: So he shows up at the house and the immediate, immediate reaction from Avery is to call Carrie and just say, Oh my God, he's back. And then they try to hit him with a tree again. <laughs> oh man, but he gets like pepper sprayed. Uh,
3: I think they do hit him with the tree again, right?
0: They do because Ethan shows up. So they've hit him with the trees. So they're beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And then they call for Ethan. He shows up and pepper sprays him because they're like, this is the stalker we told you about from like the day you guys met. Because now that's a part of the story of her meeting Ethan. <laughs> well, and they haven't,
3: Experienced three years of friendship, like Adam right. has, right? So, like, they only know him as the stalker who attacked them one night and who they think tried to rape them or was gonna do that, and they defended right. themselves, right? But Ethan, uh, he like shoves him into the wall, like does a, I don't know, a pile driver. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch wrestling. Like, oh
0: beats the shit out of him yeah. and he only gets him to stop when he says I've got a bomb
3: <laughs> well because Ethan's like you're crazy you're crazy he's like I am crazy I have a bomb and then he's like I love Ethan's reaction to that I was like he's got a bomb and he gets up and like <laughs> runs away from him yeah
0: well and which allows Adam to just kind of run away and run away from the house and he's like yeah you better bring more than a bomb next time and they're like Ethan less than a bomb yeah. Less less than a bomb next time. And so he goes back to his apartment, retraces his steps, is going through his receipt, and then finds the photo booth photos. And he's like, oh, that's how I've traveled. To like, that's the key. That's the, the <laughs> common thread through the things that I've been through. Yeah. So he goes back to the photo booth, and there's underage people making out in there and he's like your mom's car's getting towed tell her she's got a sick whip Um, (laughs) (laughs) and he gets into the photo booth goes back in time wakes up on that halloween day again and this is where he says i owned your ass space time continue that's what it was oh my god i love that is this when he
3: no i i think we missed it but like when he first realizes he went back in time and there's that shot of him running down the street to huey lewis's back in time yes and he's like playing the sax part yeah back in, in time. time I love that so much I
2: love that He's like playing the fake yeah. saxophone He's like running in yeah. the street
3: like Air playing a saxophone, like, barp, 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 barp. like, it's so funny. <laughs> he high fives that dude, and the guy's like, on his yes. phone, like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Although, honestly, if someone was running down the street and was like, clearly about to high five me, I'd high five that person. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, he then goes to Max to get help. Yeah. He's gonna have Max coach him on how to convince Avery to be with him. And so, they then go to the party together, not dressed up, just looking nice, well, and Max tells him <laughs> I don't know.
3: I mean Max does look nice. Adam Devine is dressed like he's wearing like a leather shirt, or it's not even a leather shirt. It's got like leather straps on it. <laughs> he looks like a
2: henchman from a Bond movie.
3: <laughs> He went from Bond to henchman in two different nights. (laughs) It's a t-shirt
0: with leather stripes down it. Yeah. But it looks like he's wearing a backpack. I thought he was at first. Yeah. I thought so too. And then I just had in my notes, I was like, oh, he's not carrying a backpack. It's leather strips in his armpits. It's the strangest shirt ever.
3: (laughs) But it is like if the flashbacks or if the time travel back in time took place in like 2009 he would have been wearing an affliction t-shirt like it's yes. that sort of thing yes, right yes it's to like make him appear like a tool
0: yes so Max tries to coach him on like how to get a girl and so this is where he gets the like hey what's up girl like try that and Adam Devine is just squinting like a crazy person like what's up girl
3: <laughs> well because Max is like pretty confident pretty cool he does it very well like the whole <laughs> what's up girl like that yeah. whole laugh and then Adam Devine he, and he, Max even asks him as he's doing "It's like Are you trying to do a Joker impression? (laughs) Because he does sound crazy. Well, because he's,
0: he's, and it's a visual joke on an audio podcast. I apologize, but it's this. (laughs) You're like, what are you doing? You're scaring people. Dude, when he has to do it again, it's
3: so awkward. And it's, it's one of those things that, like, if I did it, it probably wouldn't be that funny. But Adam Devine is just so funny. Yes. He makes it hilarious.
0: Yeah, well, it's if you are a Workaholics fan and you haven't seen this movie, but you remember the episode of Workaholics where he is a Southern lawyer?
2: Oh, I love, yes. I've got to rewatch Workaholics.
0: It's that yeah. face. It's the like, do you like pool parties, miss? That must be a true thing because I am yeah. definitely under oath. Like, it's that face.
3: Honestly, guys, we should do a Workaholics podcast called Potaholics uh, and we just do a chronological watch through of that show.
0: I will say, I took a short break from this to eat lunch and while I was eating lunch, I just watched a Workaholics supercut, and there was one where like, He climbs up on the Volvo, the Vo, and is like gonna hump the top of the car but the sunroof is open and slips and just like racks himself in the crotch on the top of the foe and just the scream. And you're just like, like Jake and I both just sat there laughing till we damn near pissed ourselves. That and the one where he tries to do CrossFit and goes to lift the tire and dislocates both of his shoulders. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> at, at the same time, just like, Oh, Watch Workaholics I fucking love Workaholics It
3: really is so good
0: so essentially Max is like Be a soft asshole Like be an asshole It's terrible advice It he's is He's like practice And he's like Your goatee is stupid I've never liked it And Max is clearly hurt <laughs> But then he tries again he's like You have beady Little satanic eyes And he's like Yes good Girls can't resist a guy That makes them feel bad At first I'm like this is terrible
1: Yeah
3: Well and I think it sort of Goes terribly Although the one thing I didn't like about this Is that it works In the attempts To sleep with her
0: But that's not what he wanted wanted does that make sense
2: I liked it Paige where he like he wakes up and Because it worked he's an asshole in The future
0: well but I think even in That future he's like not happy with How it went because that wasn't the Outcome he wanted yeah I feel like That's what he has to
3: give up to be With her right is that he has to be sort of a bad person. And even they're still not really together. He's just like her right. side piece.
0: <laughs> and so he kind of six max on Carrie, who we find out at this point is dressed as a Dunkin' Donut. So she's yes. she's in a Lakers uniform with a donut Pool floaty It is a great costume
3: It is pretty great And We have that pool floaty Do you really? Yeah It's the donut with a bite Taken out of it
0: My favorite is It starts out inflated At the beginning of the night And then every night When you see her come home At the end of the night It's deflated it's
3: deflated Yeah
0: But so He sends Max and Carrie off And then he Starts talking to Avery And he's An asshole To her He drops a slur Yeah Yeah It's not great yeah, he's a bad dude in this flashback.
3: And she's not taking it well. And then he goes, and he's like, you know, let me just get you a beer or whatever to calm you down. And he goes to get a beer and then comes back. Wait. Bull with you?
0: Yes, because yeah. he goes to the bar and and the guy behind the bar is dressed as Bill Cosby because in between the flashback and present day for the movie, the Cosby trial happens. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I thought about that too. So yeah.
0: he takes the beers, he's like, thanks, Cosby, and then walks away and the guy's just in a Cosby sweater mixing drinks and it's a hilarious, halluc- oh, like...
2: It's a great meta joke.
0: Oh,
3: man. To me, it played differently because he's out of jail now and I was like, oh. Yeah, oh.
0: And, well, and that's the thing. In 2018 when this came, out he was still in jail or at least Was yeah. about to go to jail and so yeah. then Yes
3: I, I completely understand. it plays Differently just three years Later I which know. is sad so sad yeah.
0: Anyway so he's literally Just continually being an asshole gives Her a beer she's kind of trying to get Away from him she's not feeling it and she ends up pushing him into the pool, and then he pulls her into the pool. Yeah. And they have this kind of like, you're the worst. No, you're the worst. No, you're the worst. And then they end up making out in that pool. Yeah, they're the two people making
3: out in that pool, which is something that she said was tacky.
0: Yes, well, because every time they've seen Where's Waldo and Grumpy Cat making out in the pool, it's tacky. Yeah. But
3: but it's okay when it's her.
0: Right. So <laughs> we cut immediately back to her apartment. They're hooking up. Uh, she throws a shoe so that they can take her sock to put it on the door and just yeah. shatters glass. We don't know what that shoe hits. We Love never it. address it again. It's so funny.
3: Those are things that I would call on set like a happy accident because it's clear she was just trying to take her shoe off very quickly and she like kicks it off her foot and it arcs away from her like really far. Adam even like looks at it as it goes, like in a way that's like, oh my God, can we use that? And then they just added that crash sound effect. Because you don't see what it breaks. (laughs) But it is like one of those things where like as a cinematographer, as a director, you're like, Oh my god, that's amazing We can do this with that Like, I'm sure that wasn't written But they built a pretty funny joke out of it I I love that kind of stuff
0: I I believe that And as they walk back to the bedroom He puts the tree around the corner (laughs) Not tonight, tree (laughs) Yeah Uh, And we cut to He wakes up the next day But he A, has frosted tips (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. This is my, so my
0: first clue that it was not good. Um, but <laughs> okay,
2: I have a confession.
0: Did you have frosted tips?
2: In high school. I frosted my tips one time in high school.
0: Everyone had frosted tips in high school.
3: I did not. I've never once dyed my hair ever.
0: Frost yourself, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he wakes up with frosted tips, but it's three years in the future. And he puts his arm around her and is like, oh, because we're dating. And she's like, what's wrong with you? You're my booty call. Oh,
3: he says more than just dating. He's like, because we started dating and now we're madly in love. And he's, like, and she's like, no, that's not what happened. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then she explains to him, like, no, I just texted you last night because I had a bad day at work. And my mom was giving me shit about not finding a man or whatever. So I text you to come over. We had sex twice. And now you have to leave.
1: Right. Oh, man.
2: The good old days. <laughs> i hated those days man no i did too i'm like him i'm like i'm being big spoon she's like get out of my bed
3: <laughs> exactly that's what i was gonna say i was like the worst is when you like you sort of look forward to the cuddle afterwards but it's clear that that's not gonna happen and you're like i guess i'll just go
2: i had a good time mm. oh or or that's how you know you're like in the wrong place because you're like i don't want to cuddle yeah i made a mistake oh yeah her dog ate my kohan
3: <laughs> i hope i don't get sick and have to see her later at her job
0: amazing she
2: probably felt the same way
3: <laughs> she did she got you
2: another nurse mikey <laughs> do you want me to tell
3: you what she's been up to she's been traveling a lot recently on instagram
2: i don't want to talk about that
3: <laughs> did she get the vaccine i mean i don't really look at her instagram like if it comes up i see it
2: i just need to know what she
3: fascinating mikey i would have followed her a year two years ago if you hadn't like made it a thing on the podcast
2: it's so funny yeah
3: so now it's like a bit i'm never gonna unfollow her she's gonna have to block me and she has no idea this is going on well
2: (laughs) again like four of my friends have followed alexa who have not met her and i'm like hey can we not creep out people i date please Oh, I DM Alexa
3: on Instagram all the time. I don't know about that. It's just pictures of my feet. I figure if you do it to my
2: girlfriend, I can do it to yours. Yeah, except the difference is, is that it's like a violation when it's your feet.
3: <laughs> Honestly, Mikey, if you had to compare feet to feet,
2: you do have much better feet than that. Yeah, that that explains the conversation she had to me where she was getting random DMs of a corpse's feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not a corpse It's like the bottom of the Mad Men Mars Like gorilla suit feet In defense
3: of Alexa I was wearing a toe tag at the time
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well that was my Halloween costume I was just a, a corpse So I was walking
0: around butt naked with a toe tag <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> Oh my god I think I'm gonna go as Judy from Sleep <laughs> <laughs> Alright
3: well one of us is gonna have to change
0: <laughs> anyway so she reveals that he's her booty call and she even says if you weren't so good at sex this would have ended a long time ago
3: and he reacts to that the way every man would
0: yeah at any
2: person any person should react to that sure well. sure sure
3: I, I do like how he's like hey like at the same time let's say like what our favorite position is
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah how about like i don't know morning sex real quick and she's like no here are your leather pants
2: yes oh my, oh my god, my god. No, no, let's time out. There's no way Todd has not worn leather pants. I don't want to. I knew you were going to time out right (laughs) here, and I 100% did not
3: want you to ask me this question because I refuse to lie on the podcast.
0: That's okay, Todd. I wore pleather pants through a section of the 90s because everyone did.
3: Well, okay, so mine was much later in life, Paige. Oh, no. But I was like on the road as a drummer, and I would wear leather pants and no shirt on stage all the time. I would start out with a shirt and then take the shirt off because it would get hot. I was wearing leather pants. Yeah, I was gonna say that seems uncomfortable as
1: shit.
2: <laughs> Paige, close your eyes. I just need you to picture leather pants, Bigfoot's feet. I was wearing shoes, Mikey. <laughs> and pasty gray chest hair. <laughs> just drumming away. I was like 25 and it's gray chest
3: hair. <laughs> I know your chest
2: hair turned gray first before anything else. <laughs>
3: My chest hair isn't gray now. I do have some gray hair on my head, obviously, but, like, no. What are you talking about? All of this gray hair that I have. I'm salt and peppery already, man.
0: So is Jake. It's making him look more like the Witcher, and I'm into it.
3: Oh, I know. I actually had a conversation (laughs) with Natalie, because, again, I've never dyed my hair. I was like, should I dye my hair? And she was like, no, (laughs) don't don't dye your hair. I was like, all
2: right, cool. She's like, no, professor. (laughs)
3: <laughs> here's a jacket with those elbow things
2: <laughs> i will say that i sweat too much to wear leather pants
3: so do i <laughs> but, but when you're on stage it doesn't matter because you go back and you like you change out of it immediately like it was really just for the look of it uh and then you know i would put on jeans
0: uh, wait, but Leather pants, so fucking uncomfortable yeah.
3: yeah, I didn't do it all the time But when we were on the road with, like, Brett Michaels Like, you're gonna wear leather pants You have to I have so many fucking questions
0: <laughs> Because I watched every season of Rock of Love
3: the, Okay, so we went on tour with him after Rock of Love season two.
0: Oh, three is the best season
3: Well, so we were in between And the girl who won season two was on the tour with him I met her I oh, forget her name geez. But honestly, Brett Michaels, and I can't remember her name But Brett Michaels was way nicer than he should have been Really Every time we saw him He was like Hey you guys alright You need like a You need food Anything like that He made sure we were fed Taken care of If there wasn't a green room He would let us hang out In his green room He didn't really like Talk to us But he was like Making sure we were Taken care of
0: Is he bald under that bandana
3: I never saw him Out of the <laughs> bandana page And Paige <laughs> I saw him In just boxers <laughs> and he was wearing the bandana. So that means it's the first or second article of clothing he puts on every day.
0: Oh man, Rock of Love bus is the best though. Yeah. Uh-huh. But
3: but I really have no bad things to say about Brett Michaels cuz he was super nice to us all the time. He was super hands off but very nice.
0: All right. Anyway, yeah. uh so we reveal the full outfit where he's not only got leather pants, he has a leopard print <laughs> shirt. And then like a polar fleece vest. He he looks like a member of a boy band in 2002. Yeah. Like, and this is 2017. Like, it's nuts. I
3: really did hate that to code him as a asshole tool, they put him in layers.
0: He looks like (laughs) Joey Fatone in 1999.
3: (laughs) And is probably as old as Joey Fatone was in 1999.
0: Hey, don't talk about Joey that way. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's now my favorite member. He Back in the my day, favorite. he wasn't. But yeah, now he is.
0: But so Ethan shows up and Carrie shows up because they're all going to go for a run in the park because Ethan is still in the picture because him meeting her and hooking up with her doesn't get rid of her meeting Ethan
3: right they still met because as he explains later they're like two love magnets destined to smack into each other yeah
0: like the movie Hancock so (laughs) he goes on the run with them in leather pants and you can tell as he's running because he has lines as he's running they're all ADR'd none of them were done in the moment they'd have to be man I mean from a
3: logistics standpoint that would be difficult to get sound just because the mics would be in their clothes rubbing up against their clothes and that would be a nightmare but also they'd be out of breath. <laughs>
0: uh, he's clearly he, here's the thing he's not in bad shape but he is struggling. <laughs> yeah Mikey you're right he he is
3: in real good shape you are right but still he's running outside in leather pants. When I would play in these clubs in leather pants it would be super hot in there and I literally like I would peel them off of me and like the hair on my legs would be like gone
0: Oh, Todd no
3: I mean, I stopped doing it immediately after the band stops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I have those leather pants anymore. I think I burned them and threw them away.
0: Oh, jeez. Oh,
2: my God. The smell.
3: Oh, that's not something you want to be a part of, Mikey. Trust no. Me. How do you wash leather pants, Mikey? You don't. Exactly. It's
2: like the cast iron pan of pants.
3: <laughs> That's honestly before the band broke up, I changed to white jeans.
2: That's just as bad, Todd! <laughs> I know. After Labor Day, though? <laughs> Year round, Mikey. Mm. Year round. Ooh.
3: This is before they brought in an image consultant for us. Yeah, no duh. I told you guys that story, right?
0: Yeah. Anyway, so. He falls, enabling essentially Avery and Ethan to run off together while he's stuck with Carrie as she's like bandaging him with the first aid kit in her truck. And he basically confides in her. He's like, she's escaping with him and she hates me. And Carrie's like, Yeah, you're just the guy she sleeps with. And it doesn't make her like herself. I think
3: she literally says she doesn't hate you. Yeah. She hates herself for for being with with
0: you. you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. That's not a nice thing to hear. Yeah.
0: But it's I I appreciate Carrie's honesty throughout this entire movie. And she literally is like, she doesn't want to be with you. And he just says, I'm just trying to be the kind of guy that she wants to be with. I do wish at some point. Someone in this movie said, if you have to be someone else to be with her, you shouldn't be with her.
2: Exactly. I think he comes to that conclusion, but. Yeah.
0: I think he gets there, but I think that's the one thing that I wish someone would have said to him, and they don't.
3: Yeah, because Max has that line of dialogue towards the end that sort of says, you know, fate doesn't exist. It's just a sequence of opportunities, whether you take them or not, you know, you learn something out of it. Like, that whole thing I think was good, but I think they could have added that line right then, and it would have felt like it was in the right place. And it would have like really driven the point home that I I do think he has that realization, but no one talks about it.
0: Yeah, and they end up the two of them go out for coffee and kind of talk through it. And he and she's like she wants the home and the family thing, and he interprets that as I have to be that guy for her. Right, I have to be that guy, the man of her dreams. So he goes to the photo booth, travels back in time. Shows up at, at Max's office to get a job. And he picks out the most generic office, like, casual. Yeah. And it looks like an episode of Workaholics. It does. Even, like, the cubicles and oh, all that stuff. I was yeah. dying. I was like, he looks like Adam DeMamp right now. Like, And, and he's, yeah. like, with the, like, male car. Th- I was hilarious. But so he gets a job and quits the jazz club. He still meets her at the party.
3: I love his costume too. I thought it was so funny because he's trying to show her what he wants to give her, right? right. The right. American, American dream. dream. Right? Yeah. I was like, "Oh man, this is so on the nose, but I like it." Like that's the right way to do on the nose, right? And when he goes back as Cupid, like I loved all that stuff even though it's super on the nose.
0: Well, in in this one, A, this is the lettuce cup scene where he has to go get the boss yeah. lettuce cups. But B in this party, this is the one where he's full dad. So he's like, ACDC guy, you've got the best costume for those about to rock. And like, he's, we
3: salute we you. We salute yeah. you. He's helping out Hulk
0: because there's a guy dressed as drunk Hulk, basically, who keeps knocking into her at that party. Well, and
3: probably everybody else there. Like, yeah. you can see the green paint on him is like chipping away. Well, and he kind
0: of like sits him down and gets him a bottle of water and is like, Hulk drink, Hulk drink. Yeah. So he finds her at the party and is like, ah, League of Their Own. And she's like, a patriotic toddler? And he's like, no, the American dream. (laughs) Hysterical costume. Yeah, he's even got a little eye mask. Yeah. It's adorable. So, they then kind of progress through the rest of the night. He takes her back to the restaurant that he works at, except it's his last night. Uh, yeah. He orders, quote unquote, their most expensive bottle of wine.
3: <laughs> Sir, that's uh, going to be $500. Actually, they know him there. He says, Noah, that's $500. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, can I get your most reasonably priced bottle of wine? They're like, that's still $95. And then he's like, mm. Yeah, okay (laughs) (laughs) And he has the new piano player dedicate a song to them And it's Count Basie
3: And the new piano player already knows her name
0: Yes And they kind of cuddle while they're listening to the piano And then he wakes up on his desk three years in the future Where he has now gained some weight because he's older
3: Comfort weight, as he says
0: He has a photo of their engagement The party is today He lives in this giant house
3: Yeah it literally is the same engagement announcement or yeah. engagement party announcement, but it's his name instead of Ethan.
0: I do like that it remains the same no matter what, because it's always her. It's her picking it. Yeah, absolutely. That's why there are plates. Yeah, that's why there's plates. So they're having breakfast and kissing and seemingly happy. This is where she pulls out the custom plates again. Yeah. And he having stolen the plate of Ethan in that one flashback or flash forward, I guess. Yeah is very touched by the plate. You can tell he's like, I'm on the plate Yeah Like it's me My plate Yeah he's excited about it He's like oh you're the big spoon <laughs> Yeah also we reveal that Carrie is staying with them At their house Which is a crazy
3: big house Like it's a nice place Yeah Yeah. you would barely notice
0: <laughs> Um, But that she's really successful As a photographer She had like a gallery opening
3: And sold all of her photos
0: Yeah crushed it He goes out to his car To go to work And it's a Porsche uh, And he's got multiple phones So we kind of Right off the bat We kind of reveal That he's a big bit of a workaholic to uh,
3: I see what you did there I did not mean
0: to I was just like <laughs> it is this but whatever that's funny. uh To he doesn't have a good work-life balance right and seems to come home late a lot a whole thing So he goes to the office and it seems empty because everyone's there to surprise him with a promotion.
3: Yeah. Well, at least an office. I felt like he already, he must have already been a senior VP. Something, yeah. Because there's no way you afford a house like that.
0: Like, it's just
2: business. Right.
0: Well, this is one of my favorite because this movie does not dwell a lot on the mechanics of the time travel and the rules of the time travel world
3: but I love this because it does answer some questions for you without directly asking them right yes like he knows Chinese and he's like why do I fucking know Chinese (laughs) it's so funny yeah
0: my favorite is essentially every time he goes into the future he is seeing with fresh eyes the repercussions of what he did three years before yeah however in everyone else's life he is been there for three years he has yeah. lived through that time and now has to atone for the things that happened but also has all the knowledge he's gained in that time so they have a i'm guessing a vp from one of their other branches or whatever from shanghai and he's yeah. speaking mandarin and yeah. like full-blown mandarin and and at one point it's just like holy shit i know some big ass words <laughs> like but in <laughs> Mandarin. It was yeah. very, very that funny. That was really funny. And
3: he's crushing it. Like, the fact that he's blown away by the fact that he's speaking a completely different language is, like, really coming across on his face. It's so funny. He's so good. Well,
0: what cracks me up is he is speaking serviceable Mandarin, I would say. Probably, yeah.
3: I, I mean, I don't know. It was subtitled for me, so I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I have but no yeah. idea,
0: but it's subtitled. It sounds like it. I hope so. I'm pre- No, I'm pretty sure, because it is subtitled and whatever. But- It's Adam Devine so like he clearly learned whatever those lines were and then he's putting like stink on it and and is like and really is embodying this like I have no control over what's coming out of my mouth it's just coming out. Yes. But so Max comes up to him after the party and he's like we did it like yes let's talk and they talk in private in his office and Max is like yo you stabbed me in the back to get this promotion we haven't been friends for years were enemies and then he pops all his balloons
3: dude i was amazed that he was able to do that with a pen like that that must have been like fountain pen oh was it a fountain pen okay yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. more sense because i was like how is he popping balloons with pens like that's amazing yep. and he like swings his hand five times pops all five balloons like it would take me 25 swings to pop those five with <laughs> the regular pen
0: and at this point, Adam ends up like stress eating cake, and he's like, "This is why I gained weight." Yeah,
3: this is this is where the weight's coming from. It's stress eating. Yeah,
0: stress eating, um, and realizes because his assistant comes in that he's booked for the next three months straight. Like, he won't even really get to enjoy his wedding and honeymoon, and he has to go to North Carolina and back today. So, like, he's not even going to get to enjoy his engagement party. Like, everything he's working for, he's not going to get to enjoy, essentially. Yeah, he
3: has very poor work-life balance.
0: Yes. So, he shows up to the party. He's looking for Avery. He tries to play Shout on the piano, but he can't play piano anymore.
3: Which is ridiculous the fact that he had a job as a jazz pianist at a bar and now he can't play at all is crazy right yeah. well
0: and there's a piano in his house too so yeah, like well, i mean
3: i sort of got that because i've seen a rich person's house and i was like oh do you play the piano they're like no it just looks great doesn't mm. it and i'm like oh i hate that you have this much money
0: <laughs> yeah, he can't play anymore uh and he finds out that avery is with ethan because ethan is in the same position that he was in at yes. the beginning of the movie
3: yeah and this is that reverse of that first bathroom scene which was yeah. super right. cool it was great yeah i loved it
0: so He's getting very sick, but he offers to take Ethan home. And in the back seat, Ethan confesses that he loves Avery and that he stole a plate. Which <laughs> is <It was just, laughs> I like that they both stole the plate. It's such Absolutely. a fun touchstone.
3: It is great, yeah.
0: But he basically asks, like, what did Avery say? And she said she wished that things were different. Yeah, which is brutal. But I kind of like love it in the story where it's like what you perceived as perfect and everything perfect and working out is not perfect for everyone. This was your dream, but you're controlling everyone else, too. And I kind of love that he ends up not liking it. Well, and I think I mean. That
3: would be a hard life for him to love too, right? Like working all the time, not really being able to connect to the people you love most. Like that would be a nightmare. Like I wouldn't want that life either. So I feel like it's bad for everybody. But I do think at this point he's starting to realize that, okay, I'm having to give up or the people around me are having to give up something substantial for me to get what I want in this situation.
0: Right. Yeah. And so he comes home, cut to Carrie eating fondue because he drove around all night, basically like thinking about what was happening. And so he says to Carrie, like, why doesn't Avery love me? And Carrie is like, I didn't say anything because I think she cares for you deeply, but it's not love. And she's going to make it work. She's not going to cheat on you or anything. You're a good guy. But like, I just don't think the spark is there. And this is the first time where because I kind of called it early in the movie that the two of them were going to hook up.
2: I called it at the coffee scene. Yeah, same. I did not catch it till like later on the first time I saw it.
0: I caught it pretty early, but in this scene especially where she tells him the truth. Pretty much every time And he just yeah. says to her He's like I like it when we talk
3: Yeah and she says the same She's like I do too
0: Yeah And he basically Comes to the conclusion Like she should be With the right guy Even if that isn't me So I have to get right. Them together So now he Redoes the party He brings Ethan With him to the party To introduce them At that party
3: I just can't believe That he's never met Ethan He shows up At Ethan's door And demands that Ethan goes to this party <laughs> Like Mikey How would you react If we had never met And I just showed showed up at your door and was like you, you gotta come back with me to the future like <laughs> <then> is-
2: <laughs> first off I think we both know the roles would be reversed that's fair yeah I'd be like you have to come with me Todd we're going to a party in the future
3: <laughs> I mean Mikey now I would go with you
2: but if you just showed up at my house oh okay so if you did show up at my house and was like hey I'm from the future I want to take you to a party I'd be like you know what I don't got no plans and this seems like it's gonna go somewhere it's gonna be a good story <laughs>
3: Yeah. So what we're saying is if a time traveler, quote unquote, comes to your door and says, let's go to a party. You go to that party because it's either (laughs) a very slim chance, but is a time travel party. But at least, you know, they've got some great hallucinogenic drugs there.
2: So I'd be like, are you my son?
3: (laughs) Are you Calvin Klein?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they go to the party and he kind of overhears Ethan and... Avery meet and he's like oh A League of Their Own and she's like oh, I've never seen it and this is our first time realizing she's never seen the movie I loved Man,
3: it I loved his reaction to that he's like I'm sorry you've never seen A League of and like he just says that and then as he's leaving the scene because he's like you guys need to stay together there's clearly a connection here and I'm loving this party I'm just gonna get away and he like starts to walk away and he goes but you really should see A League of Their Own I'm very disappointed you haven't seen it and then like walks away
0: well what, what she actually <laughs> says is my my roommate had it laying around. So yeah. now we know that Carrie is the one who yeah. likes League of Their Own. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, weird. So he ends up talking to Carrie... Yeah, he has a date night
3: with Carrie, really.
0: Well, yeah, in part because now he knows from the last time they talked that Dr. Jell-O Shots is her ex. Yes. And so he doesn't want her to end up with Jell-O Shots. So they kind of have a fun date night where they do shots. She steals the bottle. They're making fun of people at the party. They have a completely different night than he has lived at this party for this movie. Yeah. And they grab Ethan and Avery and all four of them go to the piano bar that night. Yeah. And they all four of them take photos. And it seems like kind of a perfect night because she can play piano. We find out that everything he liked about Avery is actually Carrie. Right. That Avery has kind of put on because she liked him and wanted to hang out with him. And so... It's very, very clear at this point that Carrie's the one that he's probably supposed to be with.
3: Yes. Yeah. It's very well telegraphed at this point. And we see Avery and Ethan's first kiss. They get in the photo booth with them and they take a bunch of silly photos. Like in my mind, I was like, oh my God, this is the end of the movie. Like that, this is That's what up- I
2: thought the first time I saw it.
3: And if this movie had been made... 15 years ago this would be the end of the movie but I'm so glad it's not because I love where it goes after this. I was so appreciated this. Yeah. Beep.
0: Too! I love the actual end of this movie. Yeah, because when he wakes up, he's not with
3: Carrie. He's no, at that's... Max's apartment.
0: And we find out that he and Carrie have fallen out of touch and she keeps getting back together with Dr. Jello shots.
3: Yeah, Dr. J shots. This
0: is where we find out from <laughs> <laughs> Max that like fate is tricky and the next opportunity is what happens matters the most. So he goes to Carrie's house and is basically like, hey, we're supposed to be together. What's going on? And she's still with Doctor Jello Shots. Like, well,
3: and the reason she's in that black dress is because they're about to go out for a like a date.
0: And this is also also the first time we get his name. His name is Phil.
2: Yeah,
3: and he's like, Phil's a stepdad
2: name.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Phil's a stepdad name. <laughs> That's so true. It is. And and he's like, Where are you going? The engagement party. And she's like, No, that was last night. And he's like, Oh my god, because I altered the time travel. So he goes back to the bar to go to the photo booth, and it's gone.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's been updated with some like new photo Mm -hmm. booth that's all digital. It
2: reminds me of another time travel Mikey movie that I love that's also problematic. Big. Big? Yes. But the Zoltar (laughs) machine goes missing.
3: But there's no pedophile in this one, so it's better.
0: But also, that's not time travel. He just ages.
2: He That's travels true. through time in a small area inside of his body to the future. Paige, I have learned that Mikey
3: doesn't understand <laughs> that just getting older is not time travel. Because Look, age of Adeline was the same thing, except it's much slower than big, right? Mikey's
2: wacky, immortal, aging slowly summer does not have a great ring to it.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I sort of like that ring to it. Let's get it on a social share and get it out there. Let's
0: do it. Let's do it. Anyway, so he starts getting drunk because he thinks he's trapped in a future where he can't be with either of them, essentially. Yeah. He's stuck in a future where he's alone. But Avery and Ethan show up because they're his friends and they want to see him play piano, which, again, I love that the movie posits a reality where not only is it fine for people to end up with the people they're supposed to be with. No one's the bad guy and they do all end up friends. And they
2: support they support him.
0: They support him. I love it. They bought him that fucking photo booth. Well, and that's what we find out. Yeah.
2: That's a creepy gift.
0: No. (laughs) Here's what. I think it's sweet. I think it's super sweet because, A, we know that in this reality, that is... Her and Ethan's first kiss and he's the reason it happened Yeah, because he took him there. So I'm guessing that when they got rid of that photo booth, she just arranged for him to have it and adds that plaque to it, which is very sweet.
2: They got rid of it because she wanted to buy it to give to him, which means that she spent probably two grand on a gift to him while she was with Ethan, which, if I was Ethan, would creep me out.
0: They didn't say that. They said they got rid of it. So I'm guessing that when she found out they were getting rid of it, she got it. I got the impression that
3: it was a gift, but it was like a gift from Ethan and Avery. Like, oh, they okay, got it okay. for him. That would be yeah. better. Yeah, I think that's better, too, because I don't I don't like it where it's just like Avery, like, hey... Thank you for hooking up. That's sort yeah, of weird. I, I, you, don't, but-
0: yeah, I don't think it's just her. I I, yeah. I, was under the impression that like as the bar was getting rid of it as friends, they were like, you love this thing. You should have it
2: because they've never gotten rid of it in any other timeline changes. Right. So it had to be something he did differently this time. So it-
0: which was to get them together.
2: Right, Which is why I think they got it for him, Mikey. Well, they convinced the bar to sell it.
0: Or the bar is getting rid of it because this is the only timeline in which the two of them end up in that photo booth. Yes. Which means as a friend group, they've now gone to that bar multiple times in the intervening three years.
3: I'm sure they have. Yeah.
0: That's their spot. Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone was going to know they were going to get rid of it, it would be him, the guy who works there. So like, you know, anyway, he then goes home. And gets into the photo booth and they're like, I don't know why you're super drunk and need to get back home, but have fun.
3: We're
0: (laughs) going to stay here and hang out, I guess. So he basically realizes that he has to go back and do everything exactly the right way. The first way. Time has to proceed as if it was always going to. He can't alter the timeline at all. He has to live even Mm -hmm. if it kind of hurts.
3: Yeah, I I loved this because a lot of movies... Like this Take the impression That the, your main character Whether they're male or female Once they figure it out The person who they want to be In the relationship Yes it is just waiting around For them to figure it out Right And right. I really like that When he figured it out Went back in time to fix it So him and Carrie Would be together She wasn't ready For something like that She was still hung up On Jello shot Jay shot J shot and, like, and that relationship Wouldn't have worked Because she wasn't ready And I really like that He At the end of this movie We don't know if it works out Yes we do Because the post
2: credits Are their pictures together
3: Yeah we do Oh shit I didn't see the post credits oh. I turned it off Oh damn Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, but I really like that it. it's they leave it with you have to live your life as it is, yes, and then sort of take the chances when they come up, yes. And I really like
2: that. I loved that ending. I love it too. I think it gives the carry car- the character of Carrie who. Doesn't have, like, a ton of screen time. It gives her a lot more agency by making it happen. Yes,
0: and what he says also, as he's kind of prepping for this last run through, is that he's like, I need Avery to get to Carrie. Yeah. So it's like, I need to go through the process of growth that I need to go through So that by the time I encounter her when it's supposed to happen, that's when it's supposed to happen. Because, yeah,
2: timing
3: is a factor. Absolutely. It's very important. I mean, there are people who I was like, sure, I was going to date. And just the timing never worked, you know, like that happens all the time. And it just isn't supposed to happen. And that's fine.
2: Yeah. And on top of that, time travel is a factor.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, maybe don't bring three other dudes to your date. But like, I get it now.
2: Right. (laughs) I always bring three other dudes to my day Jesus, God, and the Holy Ghost Oh (laughs)
3: jeez I love that they are all male in your mind (laughs) I mean I'm a traditional You can tell (laughs) (laughs) I bring Yahweh, I bring his son, and I bring the Holy Ghost
0: Oh jeez Anyway, I do love that as he goes through to make sure everything happens the way it's supposed to happen, he eats like all aggressively eats all her cookie crisp is like, go to the store on third at like 1pm tomorrow. And she's like, that was very specific. (laughs) So we fast forward to he wakes up in the present. It's the engagement party. He goes to the engagement party. He's genuinely happy for Avery and Ethan, which I love. And then he runs into Carrie and she's like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. And he's like, I've been traveling a lot. And they kind of hit it off again and decide to leave the party early to go hang out. And I love that she's like, hey,
3: are we shitty people for bailing early? And then he looks at them and goes, they don't need us anymore which I really liked I was very touched by that moment I was like oh that's so sweet like that's awesome like he's moving on from that and is ready for Carrie and I do, th- I do feel like it's set up in a way and because I missed the post credit scene I didn't realize this but she's in a place where she's ready to actually commit to a, an actual relationship mm-hmm. not an on again off again J shot thing you know
0: well and this gives her the choice she yes. has now not been engineered by time travel she is freely choosing of her own will in the story mm-hmm. and he has to still ask her out and go on the date because they didn't go on the magical date from that one timeline that timeline's now gone <laughs> right uh, but so this is where he's like do you like jazz and she just goes i am jazz let's go (laughs) and then the post credits is a bunch of candid photos of them together which basically imply that they do end up together yeah so and that's that's the the movie
3: movie. yeah so having seen the movie having talked about the movie what do you guys think about
2: it's not the night we met when we met. when we first met it's like uh it's like a bowl of tomato soup you know it's like if you're feeling a little down it maybe not most the gourmet thing you can eat but it's gonna make you feel warm and you're gonna feel you're gonna like it a little bit that's a very good example i
3: think because it's not a great movie i even forgot the title of it while we were <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about it so like it's not one of those things that's super memorable but it's it's good and it definitely is like a let's stay in tonight Let's watch some Netflix. It's great for that specifically.
0: Yeah, I I feel that very similar to how I felt about Holiday, where yeah, I'm like yeah. I I like this movie. I like some of the stuff they do in this movie. It's not groundbreaking, but it's fun enough. I mean, it's better than a lot of the shit we watch on this show.
3: Oh yeah. It's better than a lot of the big budget movies we do for the, my it's better than my best friend's wedding. Yeah, Wrong. the 50 million dollar <laughs>
2: psychopath introduction. Oh my gosh.
3: Yes. Yeah
0: Yeah. I like it I like this
3: movie I really do think Everyone should watch this If you have Netflix Watch the movie You and your significant other Will enjoy it I promise you
0: Yeah
2: Do you guys think They're still together I do I do think so too Yeah
3: I think they get together In a way that like Makes sense It telegraphs that He was ready for it Three years ago But she wasn't, and he waited for her to be ready for it. he wasn't
2: ready for it three years
3: ago. He
0: wasn't. He had to go through the process of time travel to be ready that three years in the future. But three years ago, he was not ready.
3: Yeah, I think you could read it both ways. Like, I really like that they give her the agency of not being ready for it. I really like that part of it. But, I mean, it could be both of those things, right? He needs to learn that he can just be Friends with a woman Right In order for that Relationship to work But yeah No I, I think it could be Read either
0: way I think this movie Aggressively forces him To learn A mm. that he can be Friends with a woman And yeah. B That not everyone Works out together And C when you find someone that does work and it is great, take that chance. Don't yeah, wait. Don't exploring. think you have a second shot at it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I I really like this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mikey, I
3: honestly was expecting this movie to be bonkers just Same. because, you know, mm. you picked it and that's just what we're used to at this point. Uh-huh. But I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. It was good.
2: Well, I'm going to pick that other time travel. If we keep I, I, I don't know if we're still summer by the time my next pick comes around.
3: I think so. I think we are.
2: I have so many other picks I want to do. Like I kind of really committed to this bit like nine weeks ago. Just
3: pick whatever you want to pick. Okay. Well, I mean, your your turns in three weeks, so like you got to wait your turn because this week is Paige's turn, right? What's up? But before we get into what we're doing next week, Paige, hit us with those fun facts. <laughs> hit us with your fun facts.
2: Time travel fun facts. Did it. Boom. Print. Time, Time
1: travel,
0: travel fun, fun tra- facts. Oh, dang it.
1: So let's start out
0: with personalized plates.
3: Yes, I have been dying all episode for this.
0: Personalized plates, depending on the quality of plate that you choose, which, by the way, again, are decorative. They are not you don't eat off of them, Uh, but they range everywhere from ten dollars on the low end to twenty five dollars on the high end each.
2: That's not bad.
0: Really cheap. (laughs) It's not bad at all. We
2: should sell decorative plates.
0: Hang on <laughs> Yeah I could send you the link if you want Todd. Paige send me the let's price
3: it out Let's get some art let's do this
0: I found the exact ones that they used
3: Oh my god Paige send me that link When we go to L.A., whenever we can, I want a picture of all of us spooning, like, (laughs) spooning each other, and then we'll do that. We will make commemorative plates and sell them.
0: I'll do you one better. We should Photoshop our faces onto the Friends logo. Uh, Here is the link. I'm (laughs) dropping it into the Zoom chat. You're welcome.
3: Clicking on it right now. Oh, my God. That is exactly those plates. (laughs) That is so cheap.
0: Yep. (laughs) I mean they don't look
3: cheap But that's like much I thought it was gonna be like A hundred dollars a plate Or something like that No and
0: and they're porcelain So like they, They are really nice plates And you can get different Borders and stuff Anyway Oh my god
3: That's amazing Alright well w- w- More on this later Let's finish yeah, the episode yeah, yeah. Before we before we plan our design
0: Yeah uh, The movie is set in New Orleans So I did my real estate calculations Based on that His apartment is older And seems to be very small Because he doesn't yeah. have a closet Or anything like that So it would be anywhere from $600 to $1,000 a month Okay Their house Because she and Carrie Kind of rent a house
3: It looks like they live together In a house That one of them either owns Or they just both rent it
0: Yeah and that's going to be Around 2,000 uh, Somewhere between 1,500 to 2,000 Which Very reasonable We don't know What either of them Do for work Except for her Wedding photography Um, We assume that Avery has a job also But we don't know What it is Uh, But between the two Of them It's very likely They could afford That job Oh that house You mean Yeah So uh, depending on How often he's playing at which places he's playing at. His salary is approximately $40,000 a year, which makes him barely able to afford his apartment, but he could afford his apartment. Yeah. So this movie spent almost a decade in development hell. And once Adam Devine was cast as the lead, the producers let him rewrite sections of the script to suit his comedy style.
2: I was about to say, this felt like he wrote the movie. That makes way more sense. Like when you said it was in
3: development for 10 years, I was like, there's no way he's been working on this for 10 years.
0: Well, okay, so the producer and the the director had kind of envisioned a Tom Hanks-style character to play that role, but when they saw him in auditions... And this is like 2014, 2015. And this movie doesn't get released till 2018. And they'd already yeah. been in development for a couple of years on this movie. Wow. OK. So when he books the movie, it was right around the same time he booked that role opposite of Zac Efron and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, which is a fucking bonkers movie.
2: Oh, we should do that movie.
3: That's a rom-com, right?
2: It is.
0: That that movie's fucking nuts. I forgot about that. Oh, that's good.
3: I've never seen that movie, but I would fully love to do that.
0: It is not a good movie. Good. It is a movie. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so. (laughs) Honestly, the not good movies
3: make better episodes in my mind. They're so Fun.
0: That's true. So, but after he gets that role, the people making this movie are like, oh, we're probably going to lose him. He's probably not going to still do this movie because it's a much smaller film. Sure. But instead, he remained in contract to the film and then started fighting hard to get the movie made. Wow. Okay. Good for him. Yes. They credit him immensely with this movie getting made and have said multiple times that without him, the movie was going to die. It was not going to get made. Due to scheduling conflicts for uh, We've Always Lived in the Castle, which I've never seen, Alexander Daddario only filmed for two weeks. So Avery only shot for two weeks of production And so to accommodate this for that Halloween party, they had multiple days of 16 plus hour overnight shoots to do the Halloween party scenes.
3: Because it's night there, right? Yeah. You'd have to do overnight shoots. Oh, that's brutal.
0: So the log line, like the pitch for this movie was... 500 Days of Summer meets Groundhog Day. And now here's the thing. (laughs) Groundhog Day is a fucking classic. You can't touch it. Like, it is a classic. Absolutely. I take issue with 500 Days of Summer. However... I think this movie does things to fix my frustrations with 500 Days of Summer. Oh, yeah? Because 500 Days of Summer has some serious boundary issues where she is allowing the emotional labor, which kind of leads him on, but he also is not listening to her when she is saying that she doesn't want a relationship. And it's all painted from his point of view, where any attempt at her having agency is portrayed as kind of negative until the end of the movie
2: Okay He should have took A co-worker to a brunch
0: Yeah <laughs> This movie Does the opposite Where it Actively works To give agency To the female characters
2: Yeah I think so too I really like that I like not disliking Anyone in the movie And I think that's what yes. Helps it be like That tomato soup Feeling of like Yeah you're not hating on anyone. It's just kind of warm and fuzzy. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter what's happening. There's no terribleness. And I like that.
3: For me, it's why I like to watch The Great British Bake Off when I'm not feeling well and like having a day alone in bed. Yes. Because like I'm just trying to recover because everyone is so supportive on that show and it's still like a competition. People are trying to win, but they like help each other and they're like super nice and I don't know. I just really like that vibe of it. So yeah, I agree completely, Mikey.
0: Yeah. From the time that this script was optioned, it took six years to make this movie, which is a long time. And factor into that the fact that the script itself, and that's like the first one they bought, Adam then writes, rewrites sections of it after, that script itself took at least probably a year to make before that, uh, if not two. So this movie took somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to six years from... Wow. Conception to movie
3: Yeah that's a lot of time
0: Todd you pointed this out Is that uh, The song that he sings Once he figures out That he's in 2014 Is back in time From Back to the Future
3: Yeah Well it's Huey Lewis In the news baby Yeah Yeah.
0: Uh, Blueberry Red Bull Was not in the original script But it was something that Adam And uh, one of the producers added during rewrites as a way to signify when the time was.
3: That's a good move though. I liked it. Although I'd never had blueberry or Red Bull. Like I don't have any like me neither. Yeah. To that.
0: Now for just some numbers breakdowns. When time traveling to 2014, he goes to 2014, five different times. He has five different Halloween costumes, goes to the piano bar four times, plays the piano three times and goes to the photo booth three times.
3: Okay. Uh. Just to kind of break
0: it down. And Uh, The writer director conceived of the idea for the movie after watching The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 5, in which Homer goes to the past and through one seemingly insignificant action, dramatically alters his future. Okay. Which I think is funny because like this movie, I definitely see the parallels to Groundhog Day, but I think the thing that sets it apart is the alternate futures. Yes. Which I kind of love.
3: Well, and we get them immediately, right? And we
0: get them immediately. And so it was really funny. To see that that's kind of where the germ of the idea came from. Because I definitely remember that episode. So, those are your fun facts.
3: Well, thank you for those awesome fun facts, Paige. We really appreciate it. Let's talk box office, of which there isn't much because, of course, right, this is a Netflix-produced movie. So, obviously, it didn't go to theaters, which I know they've done with a few movies, but that that's super uncommon. They just don't really do that unless they want the movies to be considered for the Oscars. Right. And as this movie was great, not Oscar-worthy. No,
0: right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Unless they start doing best- Chicken noodle soup movie It's not gonna happen right but I do Have information on the budget so let's at least Do that what do you guys think the budget For when we first met was
0: There's a lot of extras in this Movie
3: there's a lot of extras in that One party scene that That's we now true. know they Shot in like three days the, over six Hour like day. Days, I want to yeah. say
2: 15 Million
0: okay uh, I think it's less I'm gonna go with like 12
3: okay It's even less than that it's 9.5 wow. Million dollars ah!
0: debating between 8 or 12 damn it
3: yeah yeah yeah. but for a netflix produced movie that's a pretty decent size budget
0: yeah
2: i think mm-hmm. it looks pretty good for like five i think it
3: looks great too yeah i think yeah. they pulled off a lot for 9.5 and i honestly feel like and this is hard to quantify because i can't tell you how much money they made off the movie but i i'm sure it did well on netflix it's a good movie Yeah, they could have
2: released in theaters and probably made profit.
0: And yeah, probably more than they made on Netflix. I mean, I, I know it's difficult to quantify how much something makes on Netflix, but... Yeah, that's hard. I think this is theater worthy. J- yeah, just too. like ho- like I would have seen Holiday in theaters like, Same In in both cases I think they're good enough to have been in theaters and made money
3: Yeah but it didn't go to theaters so we don't have any more information But the budget for this movie was $9.5 million But that's your box office So this week Mikey made us watch When We First Met Paige what are you making us watch next week?
0: We're watching Stardust Oh yeah. yes <laughs> I love Stardust so
3: much I love it so much. It's a great, great, like adventure, like fantasy romantic movie. It is the princess bride of our time. In so much as that it didn't do great in theaters, but has had legs post-theaters. Yes. Has it?
0: Oh it has. It's it's a yeah, super. Absolutely, it's Mikey. a super cult classic. But also it has that same vibe of very fairy tale love story, not oh, realistic yeah. relationships but very much that journey and adventure and insurmountable odds to get to the person you love there's pirates there's fighting like it the first time i saw it it gave me very much princess bride vibes and princess bride is one of my favorite movies so yeah we're watching stardust
3: i mean you got charlie cox you got claire dane you got henry you got fucking got henry cavill. cavill yeah you got um peter o'toole is in this you Ian. got de niro
0: Fucking De Niro's in this movie. De Niro.
3: I think Ian McKellen's the narrator. Like Michelle
0: Pfeiffer?
3: Oh, shit. I forgot about Michelle Pfeiffer. And she's like the main villain. Yeah. So good. Anyway, I'm super excited about this. So everyone, your job next week is to get also super excited. Make yourself some chicken noodle soup or tomato soup. And uh, watch... Stardust Yay. And tried to not wonder How much better the movie would have been If Henry Cavill had been the main character
0: No okay I like
3: Charlie Cox a lot Charlie too Charlie
0: Cox does great And he, yeah. he's great as kind of an everyman Yes Henry Cavill's too much of a Dread Pirate Roberts We needed everyman for this story
3: Yeah Paige just wants Henry Cavill to be like <laughs> uh, Good work <laughs> today yeah. Miss Wesley But I'll most likely smash you <laughs> in the morning
0: Good night Good work Most likely kill you in the morning (laughs)
3: most most likely kill that p word in the morning
0: yes as you (laughs) that was
3: your answer to uh dread pirate (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) well mikey i think you'll love it i think you'll like it a lot although maybe not
0: (laughs) no i think no mikey i think i think you'll like it i
3: remember there's an airship
0: there is an airship
3: when she said pirates she meant air pirates like they are
0: I meant gay, fabulous air pirates. Shut your hole. It's great.
2: This is definitely scratching a Final Fantasy itch that I have.
0: Except that you don't have to fish the whole time and listen to weird background music with giant swords. I can't get into it. I've been playing a lot of video games. Can't get into the Final Fantasy stuff. Honestly, I
3: like it, but I understand that criticism you just gave. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Yeah. Yeah, I
2: do. Because awesome. we what just talked, talked for this 20 week? minutes about something that got edited out, and I found one when we did that. And now you're making me edit this out too. Why? Why do you have to edit this out? Why? I thought we were doing no cuts. Listen
3: to what you just uh, said.
2: I don't, I don't listen to my words. That's for you to do.
3: You're a dying medium. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I do have a review from Richie1979. What does Richie1979 have to say? Awesome as always. Oh, thank you. It's a short review, but it says, I could listen to these three talk about the annexation of Puerto Rico and they would make it funny and interesting. <laughs> I
3: mean Paige is the one who would make it both funny and interesting
2: I don't know about the annexation so it might be funny and or interesting already but that's a five star review that he gave us
3: well thank you so much Richie for that awesome five star review and if you want Mikey to read your five star review leave us a five star review and we will have Mikey read it so um, yeah guys if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast make sure to check out our other podcast The Horror Virgin and that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on but Paige gets around and she is on two other podcasts black card rehab and cult podcast so guys definitely check out those because they're amazing if you want to follow us on social we are at romancing the pod show yes on yes. instagram
0: and we are at something else on twitter who i just have never taken the time to learn it's, it. It. it's just romancing pod show because they have a character oh. limit and it's show oh. sho like showtime
3: so, guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, pages at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok.
0: That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige.
2: I'm Mikey.
3: And I'm Todd. And you complete us. To completion. Stop hitting me with trees! (laughs) 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 Bye!
2: Touch your asshole.